When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shaver. That was Anthony Kaffer. Give him a bitch round of applause <laughs> by putting little clappy signs everywhere. Great job, buddy. Oh, thanks. Always good to see you. Good always, to see you. Always wish I could play every time I see somebody playing guitar. I feel like guitar is such a, you know, it's like you make it, you got to make that choice. You know, you got to make that. I remember um, I was, I was in a band and they really, uh, they really wanted it to work out for me. You know, it was like I had no guitar ability at all. But yeah. I looked; it was the only one that really looked like a rock star, so, <laughs> <laughs> which is important. So yeah, so they were like trying to. It was almost like a boy band situation. Like everybody was trying to like mold this thing around me and and teach me how to play guitar so I could be in this band. And so, and then, and I, and I'm not a terrible singer. And the guy that actually got the lead singer job is a terrible singer. And so it was like, and I didn't want to fight him over it. So I was like, I'll play rhythm guitar. And so that was the whole thing. I, I should have been the singer of this band. And, you know, and so, you know, I, my, the guitarist dude truly tried to teach me, put my fingers on the thing. And I took this really nice guitar home and I was like, you know, I've just, and it's just, I don't know if it's my ADD or just kind of this, I don't know, or just lack of not having this natural ability to just really get into it. But I just, I just, I can't do anything with the guitar. Like I strum it and it's like, it just, there's no, and I really know music and stuff and I have a beat. I could dance. Okay. But I just can't, ah. <laughs> I'm not a phenomenal dancer. Like, you know, <laughs> some people I'm bringing up later, but uh, <laughs> I would never say that about myself, but I can keep a beat, but I just can't, I don't know, man. It just doesn't come. Did it come naturally to you? Did you feel like, you know, it just, you can just kind of uh, pick it up and go, or did you really have to force yourself? I got, um, I got a guitar when I was 10 Okay. But I didn't get any lessons or anything like that. Mm. So, um, I did at, too, by at, the way. I got guitar 10. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Just collected dust. Yeah. At, uh, at 10, it was not coming naturally to me. I, I knew a okay. couple of little riffs or whatever. Um, but then I started playing drums. Okay. And, and that came pretty natural, which is, is funny because I cannot dance, but mm. I was a, um, you, 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 know, for all kind, my t- you, you have like Muppet moves. You got, you got your own style. Yeah. <laughs> I uh for all I of my call teens, it phenomenal, and, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can you can move around a little. But I was you know, I was playing in a bunch of bands as a drummer for all of my teens and my early twenties and stuff for like oh, for okay. ten years. I was uh I was like a full time drummer. 
So, okay. and then I was like singing and playing guitar on the side, writing do, songs. Do drummers get like chicks that. or is that just for guitars? Yeah. I mean, the lead singer probably gets the most. And yeah, then, uh, and then if you're like a cool drummer, like if you're a drummer that people pay attention to and notice, yeah. then yeah. No, I'm not talking famous. I just mean like at a bar show. Yeah, yeah, but but you know some drummers okay. don't call a lot of attention to themselves. Like I, I was like a very I was a hard hitting drummer. I was oh, like you, a, I know you, know you well. You need a lot of attention. So I assume <laughs> your drumming is just like everything else about you. I was like Keith Moon or something. You know, like my arms were all. Yeah. All right. I just so so yeah. People people would would come up and and talk to me after. Okay. Do you ever think about going back to drumming? Just starting a band. Uh, just being in a drummer or being a drummer in a band. I've been if, thinking about. Cause you, cause you talk uh, about no, it a lot in a way that, and I'm not, I'm not saying that in a rude way. I just mean in a way that, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a good drummer, man. I should be, you know. Well, like, I, I was like almost the drummer in group love. Yeah, that's what you know. Yeah, so that's why I wonder if, like, you know, maybe this second leg, you could just, I don't know, be in a new judas priest tribute band or something i don't know like figure figure out some sort of drummer angle for you if anybody out there needs a good drummer on the twitch world not that you guys leave your computer chair but let's say hypothetically (laughs) (laughs) you had this thing called a garage that's what we used to do in the suburbs and then we would just try to like start a band so i think you guys get off your joysticks and pick up a microphone and a drum set and a guitar well not drum set anthony's a drummer yeah i'm the uh, drummer there's only one drummer in this band. <laughs> That's cool. Um, very cool. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't have any music ability, so I tell dick jokes for a living. That's what I do. <laughs> well, you're very good at it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had a up? taping last night. It was fun. We did this thing uh, in L.A. called Killer Comics Unlimited, which nice. is a fun name. It was a taping. They're trying to sell it to Hulu or some, something like that. But uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it's like... Uh, you know, I hadn't had a taping in a little bit, but, um, you know, it's, I went last. So it's like, that's always like this, you know, it's, it's always a, it's always a curse, you know, when you're as funny as me, I'm kidding. (laughs) 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 Sometimes I just want to be mediocre. So I get the third spot, you know what I mean? But, (laughs) but, but, you know, it's like, it's, you know, when it's a taping though, you're like, do I gotta go last? You know? It's like, uh, you know, and then everybody's like, and then they break you up as a headliner. It's like, dude, I'm not getting more money on this special. So don't make it, you know, and they do that even, even on a freaking taping, they call me the headliner. I was like, no, we're all getting paid the same. This is ridiculous. But, do you uh, find that the, it's, it's much different going last? Like the crowd is it tired is, or what? It is and it isn't, you know, um, you know, there's pretty good comics on this show. And so they were all kind of crushing it. So, um, you know, I, I'm a good comic, but I still feel like. Yeah, when everybody's crushing, it still work. You know, you still got to go. Oh, you know. And I, you know, I'm a oh, different yeah. kind of, I'm a different kind of energy. I feel like I'm more of a fourth, going up fourth energy. To be honest with you, I mean, I headline only for the money. If I could just do 20 <laughs> minutes and make money out of it, I would for the rest of my entire career. Because 20 minutes is the perfect amount of comedy. Nobody needs really much more than that. But we just we're under some impression. You know what I mean? I was like, ah, we need an hour of comedy. No, you don't. Twenty <laughs> solid like, minutes. That's all anybody 20 wants. Twenty one guy, and then move to another guy. You don't need you don't need more than twenty minutes of the one guy. You know, that's just some sort of condition that we said. You know, that's why albums were, were great because it was the, like thirty five minutes or forty minutes. Yeah. You know, that's what's which great I think about is them. the ideal time yes. for any kind of album, comedy, I think so too. Mu- any kind of music. Yes. Thirty five minutes, and then you're done. I don't know. 
It's yeah. And you can listen to it again if you want. It is. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so it went well. I had a good set. Don't get me wrong. I was good. I had a fun time. So, um, but that's uh, great. Yeah. So it's coming out soon. Hopefully you guys check that out. So today I'm excited because, um, you know, it's, you know, um, a lot of stuff we do on here is a lot of rock, you know, it's a lot of, you know, rock stuff. And I, I don't know. I feel like it's, I get exhausted sometimes by rock and roll. You know, it's like, I'm a, I'm a metal dude. I'm a groove funk blues dude. I, you know, I, I like all that stuff. I like punk rock. I like, you know, I like dance music and weird stuff and rap and hip hop and, you know, but once in a while it's like, you know, I need something else, you know, something that's going to kind of stimulate other parts of my music kind of senses, you know, and uh, instrumental music is a big deal to me. And uh, I listen to a lot of classical, actually, um, you know, uh, a lot of Mozart and Beethoven and, uh, you know, Dr. Don Shirley and like a lot of different cool stuff. And I just like, yeah, you know, that's good stuff. Yeah, I like, you know, I like jazz and, you know, jazz is a big deal. Um, to me, um, it's like, I think it's just, uh, an art form that's very similar to stand up. You know, it's a lot of, you know, nobody gets paid really in the beginning. And, uh, <laughs> it's, like, it's a rough, it's a rough gig when you're just like, I'm going to be a jazz musician. It's like, man, you gotta, you gotta really love it. Cause it's just, it's not going to be an easy haul. So, but there is some great, you know, jazz. And so today we're doing instrumental stuff and just pulled it. I just pulled a couple of instrumental things. Um, you know, Chet Baker, I'm a big fan. Um, this is, I think I might've showed this before, but I still want to show it again. It's so good. Um, this is, uh, the mariachi brass. It's like, it says taste of tequila. So it's basically him doing kind of mariachi music in kind of his own Chet Baker spin. And it is so fucking cool. You know, you know, this, the song tequila, the Pee Wee Herman song is yeah. on here. <laughs> it, oh. you, play, you play it a little bit. What do you got? Oh, I I forgot how to play it. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, I put you on the spot. <laughs> You're the band leader. There you go. That's it. <laughs> All right, that's Something enough. Like Stop. That. For the love of God. Um, <laughs> but this has got a lot of good stuff on it. It's got the Flowers on the Wall, which is a great song. Um, and, uh, you know, it's instrumental. But it's like, and I like that. Do you like, do you like when you hear um, instrumental versions of, like, regular songs? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like the... Um, you know, like surf or something like that, surf, surf rocker. Yeah, well, but sometimes they'll take like a, you know, like a Pink Floyd song and not have the lyrics and they'll just do the music from it, you know, and I think oh, that's, yeah. that stuff's kind of cool when they do that stuff. But uh, Flowers on the Wall, that's a big song and it's it's instrumental here and it's really cool. So anyway, that's that. And uh, yeah, everybody's heard of Chet Baker. Everybody's heard of Miles Davis. Everybody's heard of all these people, but maybe you haven't heard of the Heath Brothers. And this is these guys are cool as shit. This album is so good. Uh, I got this. It's like one of those. It's one of those you shouldn't have. You know, it's like it's got like the hole punched in the back. You know, oh that's, yeah, like, <laughs> promotional use. Yeah, yeah, radio stations or something. Yeah, yeah. It's one of these. It's signed, but it's like to some random dude. Like I don't know who <laughs> Susito is. Like I don't know who that is. <laughs> so, I think he good. might he might have put the album together. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so these guys, I didn't know them that well. It's kind of because I do that a lot. I'll just grab an album. I'll see. I don't know. Do you do that much? You just grab like random shit just to see. I used to do that like more uh, before streaming and stuff. Like when you when you yeah. have to buy CDs, um, I would go to a couple of um, music stores, like in uh, in uh, the East Village and stuff. Yeah. And I would 
go in the in the discount bins, you know, get like eighty eight cent CDs or whatever. Just just based on the cover. Yeah, you know, yeah, just, I, just yeah. I mean, well, in the eighties and nineties, the album covers were really cool. So you could, you know, you, you bet your bets are pretty good if you just, you know, something was cool on the cover that might be a decent band. Yeah, and if it was but, less uh, than like five bucks, you know, you just buy a bunch of stuff and see. Yeah, that's good. Or you can re-gift them. That's the thing. You <laughs> give your cousins some, <laughs> yeah. some bad albums. But anyway, the Heath Brothers, this is, uh, what is this called? In Motion, I guess it's called. It's a uh, brass choir featuring Stanley Cowell, who's a pretty popular dude, uh, plays uh, saxophone. And it's, yeah, just good stuff. It's got a whole bunch of dudes on here, so I don't want to read them all. But uh, Heath Brothers, I'm really getting into them, and they're just like a really cool, a lot of percussion, which I like, a lot of uh, drum solos. Which oh, I'm, nice. I'm into the drum solos. I feel like you don't hear a lot of that in jazz, a lot of jazz records, but you know, once in a while you'll get some cool shit. And it's a lot of the West Coast stuff, actually. West Coast jazz has a lot more percussion. So because of the I think because of the surf rock and all that stuff. Oh yeah. And so uh so yeah. So let me uh bring in our dudes and then we'll talk about our featured album uh on Dustin's vinyl. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? <laughs> my next uh next guest jesus they're here every fucking week they're not guests uh, my co-host uh the very funny jeffrey paul and the ever so knowing adam holtz everybody all right what's up guys good to see you how you doing hey dustin how are you <laughs> good. so uh what are you going to say? Something rude, I bet. I see it in your eyes. <laughs> uh, I, no, I, I was going to say, I see uh, Anthony as kind of like a Dave Grohl type of drummer. Totally. Okay, yeah. don't give don't give him that much. Uh, uh, he's really aggressive and, you know, yeah. hitting hard. I can see him like that. That was, he was, he's my, probably my favorite drummer of all time. Yeah. And, I uh, see him more of a Charlie Watts, just kind Charlie of, you know, no. old and just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You can replace him with a mannequin of Charlie Watts. It's already a fun show. I like it. <laughs> that Dustin's vinyl thing. Why can't I get that on my background? I don't know why my, I'm too stupid to figure that out. You're going to have to coach me and how to get that. I want that on my background, but I can't get it. I can't get it to work. Anyway, what, Jeff, that's, a, Jeff's that's house? an Adam question. <laughs> yeah, what's that? Yeah. I want it to look like I'm in Jeff's house. Nah, because then you're hanging. Then you're then you're still there with Jeff. <laughs> Listening to the thing? Eagles and John Mellencamp. <laughs> that's right. It's Eagles on the loop and Pat Benatar. It's like he's got to cut out a Pat Benatar in every room. You're like, oh, we get it. She should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> she should be in the Hall of Fame. Oh my God! But but hey hey, how about the Go Go's? They're gonna be in it and Jay Z. And uh, who else? Um, no, I, I can't be excited about that because how could they be in before Jews, Priest, and Maiden? Oh, why does it get? Why is it a competition of when? Why maybe it's just placement? Maybe they want to do like no metal here, a little jazz they here, a little hip hop here. Yes, the point, you, get, you get so riled up about that. I don't <laughs> think it matters as much as you it. think it does. It 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 doesn't, it doesn't matter but when. I, but 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 in terms of respect. Heavy metal they have to spread it out. The if they put everybody all at the same time, they wouldn't have anybody left. They can, <laughs> it's the rock and roll Hall of Fame. It's not they the hip hop Hall out. of Fame. They got to spread it out. They need the inductions have to be spread out. It's an event. 
You can't use all the comics on one special, and then you. Megan's been around since the seventies, Dustin. They've been around. That's Prince has been around since the seventies, and they've been no. spreading it out. They, they've been nominated one time. How was Janet Jackson in before those guys? Because she's nasty. Because <laughs> <laughs> tits yeah. sell. I don't know. Yeah. If only if, if, if only I'm excited Rob about Halford the Go Go's. They're a great tits. band. Go Go's are a good band. We should cover them they're at some good, point. Yeah, they're a good band. They're a great band. They're a great they're band. They're band. fun. They're a good pop band. How about that? A great yeah, pop yeah. band. Okay. What's, yeah. What's that song? Head Over Heels was a fun song. They're about as good as Mellencamp. <laughs> I think I need mic. You're so angry about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It <laughs> really Hall doesn't Hall. doesn't matter. <laughs> really. uh, yeah, 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 I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I like the exhibits themselves. I hate the politics behind it. But what yeah. happens once they're inducted? Anything? It's not a deal. Yeah. Well, well, you know, for the band themselves, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just boost. used guitar and jackets. That's all it is. No, no, but what, for the bands themselves, it's a major boost to their back catalog. Uh, oh, so their catalog is worth more when they want to sell it to Sony or whatever for well, fifty million dollars. I think it has a little bit more cachet, but it, but immediately people seem to like uh, buy. They'll buy more greatest hits. They'll buy more back catalog stuff. It, you so saw it's a it cash grab. Yeah, of course it is. You saw it with Cheap Trick. You saw it with Chicago. The year those bands okay. went in. No, it's like when you get used to get a Letterman credit, you get more work on the road, like that kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. Okay. That, that, yeah. That's a good way of putting well, it. That's fucked up. That's a weird. That's a weird process. If that's what it has become. So, I don't know. If if you're even talked about, you don't really need the money, in my opinion. If you're even considered in the conversation, you've made enough money. I don't think it's about money. I think it's also about respect. Like a band like Foreigner. I mean, they've been around forever, 70 million, you know, how many hit records they have, you know, albums. They had a string where through the late 70s and 80s, man, they were the number one selling band and yeah. they're not in. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about Foreigner. I feel it's, um, they did have some good songs. Um, Hot Blooded was them, right? Yeah, Check and Sing. Yes. Check and See. Got a My Fever. I'm a Jew. Box hero, uh, great song. Oh, that was them too. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that was a good. See, that's one. the problem right there. Because uh, Anthony's the youngest. The problem is people think four bands are the same band, right? And they think it's <laughs> Foreigner. They think it's Bad Company. They think it's uh-huh. uh, you, you know what I mean. Like there's like four bands that everybody thinks is the same band. Steve Miller yeah. band. Steve Miller band. They think it's all one band. They and got in. Who? Steve oh Miller, yeah, they, they got in. Well, he could kick, man. That guy's a great guitarist. He's like really good. Him and Peter Frampton like toured and jammed out, and now, yeah, yeah. now Peter Frampton actually. Oh shit, I should have Frampton's I great. Done that he is He's good. So live. good. He is good. I didn't think he was going to be Jeff, and I went. Yeah, Jeff took me, and uh, yeah. I'd never seen him. And uh, Bonham was uh, the Led Zeppelin thing. Was we missed yeah, most of that. Open. But because, uh, you know, Jeff was trying to get a hot dog or something. Who was standing outside last week and got away? Oh, boy. Oh, it was me. I, yes. I, I saw Frampton twice. Once was like a full rock show, and then another oh, he was nice. doing like an acoustic tour. And I saw oh, him on that sweet. too. And both times. He was phenomenal. Yeah, he's good. Well, he did a blues album, and uh, but it, him and Steve Miliband got together on tour or something, and like, and then he got because they would just jam, they would jam blues on stage, like you know, in the middle and stuff. And so I think he, you know, he got excited about it, and then he released oh, a yeah. blues album. I actually bought that album at the concert, oh, and I nice. gave it to my father-in-law. But um, yeah, he's good. He's great guitarist. He, 
He did a he did some instrumental stuff too. Like he did an yeah. instrumental of like Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. Yeah, yeah. He we, did that at the concert. That. that was good. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. He played it? Yeah. I don't yeah, remember he if he played it when I saw it. Yeah, he played it. It's it was cool. Good. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I like, man. It's like that's what I was Yeah. That's like you switch it up a little bit. So um Adam, what are you doing, man? Playing Fortnite? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at some of the uh some of the viewers' comments coming in. Oh, shit. In. What are they um, saying? They better not be mean to me. I'm not in the mood. You're old. Go away. Right, so no one <laughs> listens to Frampton anymore. <laughs> Who's Foreigner? What are they saying? Uh, no, so David Needle says, Foreigner's uh, ultimate guilty pleasure song is I Want to Know What Love Is. Oh, that's not Wait, that them. was Foreigner? No, that's that's foreigner, not, that was like White Snake. That's Foreigner, yeah. I want to no, know. Foreigner. Foreigner. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody no, covered foreigner. it big, right? Like Roxette or something? I want nobody did it. Nobody covered that one. No, I, I didn't know, know that they did all. The, it's like it was kind of the same thing with uh, Credence. Credence Clearwater Revival. They did all these songs that I heard growing up, and I did, I thought it was like twenty different bands. Yeah, but it that turned out it was one band that did all. That's of a those good songs. song. That's a good Foreigner song. That's a good. That's. Yeah. I didn't yeah. realize Foreigner had so many hits. Yeah. They do have a lot of hits. I. I, I it's it's kind of like Ario Speedwagon to me. It's like when I was a kid, I loved it. And then as an adult, I'm like, eh. You know, some people hang on to, to that. I don't really hang on to it. I just kind of try to do other stuff. But it was cool. I had a good time. I enjoyed it as a kid. I think we, you know, a lot of, a lot of eight tracks, eight track memories. But, I, you know, I try to move on. And since I'm 93 years old, um, I've gone through all the different genres and you know, type of, anyway. Ah, all right, here we are. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So today we're talking about instrumental stuff. And so um, this is a quick story. I've said it before, but this show is all about repeats. And uh, <laughs> kind of like a bad CD player. Just it's on repeat over and over and over. But when I was uh, going through a religious stage in my life, um, you know, I gave up rock and roll. And uh, I was a Mormon missionary and I went on a mission and we couldn't listen to music that had lyrics that were rock, you know, infused with the devil's music. And so I, you know, so I was kind of forced to listen to instrumental stuff like it had to be classical music or whatever. But it wasn't just that it could just as long as it didn't have, you know, uh, lyrics or whatever that rock lyrics or whatnot. And so I was in uh, Santiago, Chile, and I picked up um, Evangelis um cd i think or tape or something at the time and i really started getting into it i think it was the 1492 soundtrack and i just kind of went down this wormhole and i remember as a kid i saw blade runner but i didn't quite it's one of those movies you should not see as a child like it's a movie <laughs> that is just you're just not ready for it you're gonna be that's just boring this is not star wars why is why is han solo so so like you know moody like what's happening where's the funny lines like like you're just pissed off that han solo is not being funny and where's the hairy dude you know what i mean like you're just like what the fuck is happening the hairy dude? why is this so drawn out right now <laughs> but as an adult you appreciate this this movie blade runner 
as this kind of just really sexy kind of future. It feels the most futuristic of most of the sci-fi movies that you'll see. Even if the sci-fi movie has all the special effects or whatever, this really takes it to like a realistic level of what I feel the future could eventually get to is this beautiful world that, uh, you know, Ridley Scott is that Ridley Scott. Yeah. Uh, directed this movie and the music is by Vangelis, not Vangelis. I always say it wrong. And, um, you know, it's kind of this, you know, it's funny cause I shit on synthesizers, uh, last week with, uh, Depeche Mode. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I chose this album, I realized, okay, well I do like, I do like this. And, and the thing is, is, um, you know, Vangelis, he worked with rock bands in the sixties. Like he wasn't just the score guy. Like he worked actually with John Anderson from yes. And they worked on some stuff together and, uh, just, he started scoring like documentary films and things like that. And then his big, big, kind of uh album was uh, chariots of fire like that and i remember i mean that was a dun 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 oh. i mean that oh, was that just was every oh yeah that was the same guy oh yeah that was the same guy he did uh yeah and yeah. Look, you, you hear that it's in mean, every you, movie oh yeah dun, 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 ching, ching. yeah it's always in a comedy when they're trying to do some like sports scene at the end you know when the fat guys like trying to hurdle yeah. something and then they play that <laughs> at a pie contest or something. He's always play that. But uh, but this guy is you know it, it really you know the music is it's it's funny that it's like a it's like a Yamaha I think it's like a CS80 or something and it's like just one keyboard and it sounds it literally sounds like a pit of of you know musicians you know and it's like what he's been able to do with this one you know keyboard basically is phenomenal and uh it's great stuff and so really love this soundtrack uh blade runner as something i put it on once in a while and it's very sexy and you know fun and just kind of you know it's a little moody you got to kind of be in the mood it's definitely not a hypey kind of sound you know um i was driving to it today and it was great because i kind of visioned myself kind of being in the spacecraft and stuff and so i just kind of get into my <laughs> my, my blade runner mode but uh, i really like it um there's a lot of cool things that happen with this music there's an emphasis on reverb which um really you don't you don't get that a lot with kind of you know synthesizer music you know you get a lot with guitar and pedals and things like that but there's a lot of kind of reverb that's happening and there's actually in the movie it's happening with the dialogue as well like some you know that that's why the the replicas kind of you know come off so cool and creepy there's a reverb in their voice so there's a lot of cool effects that are happening that weren't nobody was doing this shit you know and when this movie came out and so and i really feel the best way to describe it too is with this when you're listening to this soundtrack and you're watching the movie you don't know where the soundtrack uh, is happening or whether there's sounds from the movie. It's kind of, it's kind of just gelled into this thing where it's like, cause he'll be making chime noises and stuff and all kinds of shit. And you don't know if that's like supposed to be in the scene. And, you know, so it's just really cool because it just kind of absorbs the film as opposed to kind of just music over, you know, of an image. Like it really kind of, you know, fuses itself together. Um, the main titles are great. Um, it's, it's really cool. A lot of the, some sound bites up top. Um, let's see. Track two is very cool. I love all the bell work in this kind of electric bell stuff. Um, 
It's really interesting stuff. Uh, track three, Wait For Me, really cool. Once again, electric bells and percussion and uh, Rachel's song. That's a lot of these songs, you know, these tracks or whatever, you know, they make you feel like you're floating really into space almost. Like they really just, they're magical and kind of take you in this weird, cool place. Um, the love theme uh, is really great. Uh, that's track five. It's one of my favorite songs. It's so good in that, or, you know, it's just uh, the saxophone kind of cuts in like a knife like it's just this i've never heard saxophone sound like that i'm sure that's some reverb as well and some really cool stuff that he did with that sound and yeah. um just really cool stuff and then it's like track six is like one more kiss which is this weird ragtime singing and uh and then i think he's actually playing just regular piano which is great I, and then once i heard that song today i was listening to it and i was like i really wish he had done like a regular piano album like I would love to have him just kind of kick it with a regular piano because it's like he's always kind of doing this synthesizer stuff. It'd be cool to just have him strip down, if you will. That would be unplugged for a you know synthesizer. <laughs> just play a, a Steinway, you know. So, <laughs> but um, really cool stuff. Uh, let's see, uh, track seven uh, again. Uh, Blade Runner blues, uh, just really cool cosmic sexiness is what I like to call it. Uh, track da, da, da. and I'll just I'll move all the way down. So the the end titles are amazing, and that's uh the end titles uh track eleven. That's you could tell when you listen to the end titles, you you hear a lot of Rob Zombie, you hear Nine Inch Nails, like you could see like this is the shit that kind of got into that thing that was happening, that all that industrial stuff you could tell was pulled from this you know kind of this era of music which is so advanced, you know. Nobody's doing this kind of stuff. But uh, so, yeah, so Blade Runner, it's a great movie. Um, I think it doesn't work at all without this music. I remember when uh, Blade Runner 249, 2049 came out, I was so excited because I just thought that Van Vangelis would be attached to it, but he wasn't. And uh, it was kind of a disappointment. And then you got to look at that dude's face over and over you know, with the same expression. But uh, <laughs> what's that guy's name? Ryan jo Goslinger. All right. Oh, Ryan Gosling. Like Ryan Borlinger. Because <laughs> he's boring. <laughs> Goslinger. So anyway, this is a great soundtrack. Um, Vangelis has a, a, just a great catalog of work. Um, a lot of cool stuff. 1492 actually is such a great album as well. And so, yeah, seek out all his score stuff. And he's also done some instrumental uh, kind of solo stuff that's not quite uh, music uh, soundtracks. But anyway, so that's me, uh, Blade Runner. And uh, Anthony, what do you think about this Blade Runner soundtrack? I uh, I like it. Uh, at at times, it reminded me. I don't know if you know the um, what is it the uh, Mort Garson album? Uh, okay, Plantasia. Talk to us. Who's that? Do you know that? Your... It's it's Plantasia. Have you heard that? Fantasia? No, Plantasia. Plantasia. No, I think your cat's on some plants right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a, a, another one of these kind of synthy instrumental oh, okay. sort of things. Um, so I was. Uh, I was reminded of that uh, for for certain uh, moments. For me, I I think my favorite song was the uh, the one that that wasn't instrumental, the the one more kiss song. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I, That's fun. I did like yeah. that old time kind of yeah, way, yeah ra stuff. whatever kind of music that was yeah. ragtime or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a cool. It's like uh, perfect for just kind of uh, you know you put it on, you just kind of mellow out. Uh, just have it in the background or something. Yeah, you can't always jam out. I mean, I know Jeff is like, he's Camaro for life, but most of us can't jam out. 
<laughs> or like, yeah. Or like if you were going to do some writing or something, it's like the perfect yeah. music if you're going to do some writing. No, oh, yeah. it's like, I don't know. I need breaks, you know? It's like, I like, I like different kinds of stuff. I know Jeff does too. I'm playing with him. He likes show tunes for crying out loud. But I feel like, you know, you need a break. You need a break. Jeff, talk True. to me. I'm going to talk about it when you're right there. All right. Tell me how you feel about Blade Runner soundtrack. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I, th- I felt like this was all like uh, new age music to me. Um, it kind of felt like, you know, like when you get a massage and they play music in the background, this is yeah. what it kind of like sounded like. Um, I thought, I thought a lot of the soundtrack, uh, all kind of blended. I thought like certain songs did stand out like Rachel's song. You can tell, uh, you know, I never uh, saw the movie. Well, come I on, have no idea what the such a about. great I've movie. Never, I've never seen it. How'd you not see this movie? I, I'm sorry. I didn't get a chance to be sorry. Great film, dude. But, um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a big I, I, yeah, not a big. Oh, that's right. You guy, hate Star but, Wars, um, but when but when you, oh. <laughs> I hate Star Wars. Uh, well, when I yeah. was I, in, in college, I took intro to fiction film, and they made us watch this in that class. Ah, so this is they didn't make us watch Star Wars. So I think this is, <laughs> okay. um, yeah. As right. far as filmmaking right. goes, I think Go ahead, it's worth yeah, it. No, no, but I, I thought like Rachel's song. To me, like, you, like without seeing the movie, you can tell there must have been some type of love and trust going on there because that that music kind of like conveyed something with you know a, a you know I, I kind of felt there was yeah. some type of romantic link there. Um, the dialogue, you know, usually you know I hate dialogue on a soundtrack, you know, I, but um, I think it's filler. But I thought in this case, I thought the dialogue actually made me want okay. to go and see the movie because it did sound so kind good, of dude. So compelling, good. you know. Uh, yeah, but uh, like I said, it, it, if I was if I was doing something uh, when I write, I don't like I don't I don't music anything, even just instrumental will distract me. But if I'm doing something else, uh, and I, I always I like, like to have like, some like, like putting a deck sound, or like what, I, what I, kind I, of stuff. I, no, no, putting okay. in a deck. I need music, you know, music, music. But if, but if I'm gonna like you know I don't know, doing something mundane like maybe uh, doing the dishwasher or you know. Uh, uh, you know, getting get doing something with the dog in the morning. You know, um, this type of music. Well, okay, the whole procedure with my fucking dog. Procedure? You're doing a dishwasher and you're doing something with the dog. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's happening in your house. Right. You, get, you get up in the morning. You got, I, got, I, got to, I got to empty the dishwasher. Because as my wife says, hey, the dishwasher's not going to empty itself. All right. You know? All right. So well, Andy and I, I don't have dishwashers. Dish so Andy might. I don't, I don't have one. <laughs> You have one. You have one, Adam. Uh, yeah, I guess I have one now. It's the first time. Fancy First time. I'm I'm learning how to use it for the yeah. first time. Yeah, come on, that's great. We, I'm bad. I'm bad at. Put the dishes in. Sometimes you got to wash the dishes first. Is there placement is very important. You got to rinse them. There's a lot of nerds. Very important. There's a lot of nerds on Twitch. Do you guys like Blade Runner? Is that in the soundtrack? Like, talk to us. Does anybody want to comment on? The Blade Runner soundtrack, Vangelis, one of my favorites. All he did a whole bunch. That was so good. Um, the Chariots of Fire, right? Yeah, did he, he didn't win the Academy, Academy Award, Award for that. Score. The Academy Award for um, Chariots of Fire. It is such a great song. But just it's just like what I like about him is like, well, first of all, I just want to say this, Jeff. It's like that music sounds like him now. It's not like he was pulling that from anywhere like he did this music you know in the 80s and the late 70s like he was doing this kind of stuff way before any 
Way, yeah, way He's before any, that was even a thing. There was no such thing as new age music. There was no such thing as meditation music. Like none of this existed. They've take they've pulled from like this guy and they've made that music a thing, but that's not. He's got nothing to do with that. So it's unfortunate. So he's way Yanni. before Yanni. He's way before Yanni, but yeah, Yanni's not terrible. I'm sorry, I'm going to say that on on camera. <laughs> he's not the worst. <laughs> he's he's got some interesting things, you know. That mustache has got to go, but uh, <laughs> his, you know. How do you feel about Enya? Enya's cool too. I I had an I went through an Enya phase. Yeah. Enya has some good and good what songs. What was the chanting thing? What were those? Uh, Enigma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Enigma. Enigma Chicken. was cool. Enigma. Uh, yeah, uh, they were cool for a really? little bit. I mean, whatever, man. Anybody doing something different uh, that I've never heard before? I'm I'm cool with it for a short period of time. I'm not rocking Enigma right right now, but you know, for a second I listen to it. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I'll give everything. I'll give everything two months. <laughs> Do the candles, yeah. man. You know, I listen to a lot of shit that I'll never listen to again. I don't, really, you know, I uh, just, you know what I mean? I go through a thing like, like Iron Maiden. They're a great band, but I don't listen to them. You listen to them. You listen to them like every day, like at least once a once a week. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't every, listen. Every day. every day. I can't listen to Maiden. Every day. I think they're amazing. And I've seen them live. Today I put on Fear of the Dog. Is that really a regular thing where you put on Iron Maiden every single day for like years? I put. Okay. I would say like, like this week. I'll put on Maiden five, <laughs> okay. six times a week. But how long is this going on? Like, I don't know if I have bands that I need to listen to. Jeff is a rocker, man. Every I'm day. He's rocker I, for life. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll get some, I'll get, <laughs> I'll get something in my head. I can listen to the, like Judas okay. Priest painkiller. Right. I can listen to okay, that well, song. Let's, before we get down day. that rabbit hole, uh, Adam, please talk to us about this Blade Runner album. Sorry. Sorry, we forgot you were there. <laughs> oh, he's got the movie. See, that's why I like this. Of course, he owns it. He's freaking my. That's oh, what I I'm have talking the, about. Uh, I have the uh, the Blu-ray that's got like four different versions of the film. <laughs> of course, you do. See, wow. I love that. I love that about Adam. What I think. Uh, it, what's the best cut of the movie? Well, I think it isn't it considered the the final cut, which is the. I think that was the one. The Ridley Scott. I forget which one it is. There, he's got he's got like four directors cuts on it. I got yeah. I have a really bad one. It's the intern cut, and it's like some dude just like <laughs> no sound on. Can't black and white. Wrong way. <laughs> Don't get the intern cut. That one is terrible. All right, talk well, to even, Adam. Uh, well, even with the uh, the soundtrack, I think there's multiple versions of it too, right? There is. There's, there's, uh, there's, a, there's bootlegs actually of this. Yeah. There's like people got from the studio and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, because originally I think the the soundtrack wasn't available for maybe it was like even like a decade after the film. Oh, like it might be like the early yeah. early '90s when they finally when it, it finally actually got released. Um. Oh right, but, uh, on Spotify, I think it said '94. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it was around, yeah, right around wow. 94. And the movie came out when, Adam? 83? Oh, I think wow. it was 83. That's phenomenal. Oh, wow. There's no so sequel. what's the sequel? <laughs> okay, so what's... There, there was no I mean, there, oh, Blade there was Runner. a reboot thing. I wouldn't call yeah, that a sequel. Uh, Blade I guess Runner it, 2049. It was terrible, but... That's the one yeah, that... Yeah, yeah, that's you're right, there was a second movie. Well, they tried, but I don't know. But the first one, just see the first one. All right. Adam, talk to us. I mean, this was uh, I. I hadn't listened to the soundtrack before outside of the film, and you could really. I mean, this is a soundtrack you could really lose yourself in. And mm. um, I think uh, there's 
I gotta pull up the songs again on here, but there is um especially if you like smoke weed or something, this would be a great Oh, I was thinking like just edibles, Perfect. mushrooms, and your this is a great soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> See, Jeff wasn't doing drugs, he was just that drinking was your cappuccinos. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, you're doing drugs today? You're doing uh, drugs today? Uh, well, Are you high right now? Are you high? No, What's going on? You no. smoking weed, Jeff? <laughs> Your eyes look a little red. <laughs> I guess it's legal now, and you're not a cop anymore. <laughs> or no, a teacher. You don't have to be in a cop. Right it's like you're living your best over. life. I love it. <laughs> Jeff was a teacher and a cop. How crazy is that? Wow. And he owned a record store. And he owned a record. And that's just, that's just, that's not even half of it. And then he was like right. a security get, guy yeah. at concerts? Okay, let's get back to Adam. Adam. <laughs> he owns the movie he's gonna have good insight go adam well i was trying to think of um you know who who had this kind of sound before before uh vangelis um uh, there were some of the songs just reminded me of um some like rick wright uh pink floyd oh yeah there was um some uh you know some uh shine on you crazy diamonds some of the um I mean, these, these synths are. Yeah, well, like, yeah. Side of the moon. He worked with Yes and stuff, so he was around that son of you know that Probably psychedelic that rock, rock stuff. Like yeah. he was, yeah, he was there for all that. So he could have gone another direction. He could have gone more kind of that rock stuff too. But I think he just found his niche in you know scores and soundtracks and stuff. Yeah. And Dustin, you're saying he's doing yeah. this all one on particular just a keyboard, keyboard, actually, the CS. Is it, it was the CS eighty. Wow. Uh, uh, something was, like what is it called? The CS80, I think. The yeah, I was reading. About I thought it was a movie. Too, the, uh... No, it's a CS80. And then at one time, I think he had like eight of them in the room, but but it was really just this one particular keyboard that he uses. But he was only, but he, he did most of the music on the one, and then he would just break them and shit, so they would get a new one. But they'd have them all over the place. Yeah, it was the Yamaha CS80. Yeah, and uh, he used uh, that. That was the main one, and then he used four other Roland. Uh, instruments for the rest of it okay yeah i mean he had a studio yeah That's i'm so not saying he good, had like man. that little thing you give yeah. your you know your nephew you know like <laughs> for, for for christmas or whatever but me had it's a it's a it's a machine you know but uh but yeah but that's but it's impressive that you can do but but i love a keyboard you know you can kind of you play with the keyboards anthony do you do keyboards at all yeah i have yeah, uh, i like a keyboard Make the sounds. I have some, bam, bam. some MIDI keyboards. Hey, there you go. Yeah. I'm going to get, you know, we should start a keytar band. That would be fun. <laughs> we, all just, we all just play a keytar. I bet I can figure out how to play a keytar. That's that's easier than the guitar. Has to be. <laughs> Is there, there any be. Twitch, any Twitchers that love Blade Runner? It's got to be somebody. Can't like video games and not like Blade Runner. Nothing? Let's see. We got, uh... <laughs> Hello? Look at your cat. That's hilarious. She knows she's on the show. What's, she's really <laughs> sitting weird. <laughs> she's oh, she's leaning. So my I covered my couch with my oh, green screen. She's so she's up. leaning on the so back she... of the couch, but it looks like she's just floating. <laughs> like this. That's too funny. <laughs> yeah. Anything she's, Adam? she's right up against. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Happy Mischief says the old Blade Runner is better. Uh, let's yes. see. Uh, yeah. Tasty Snacks says synth music is just background noise. Oh, stop it. It doesn't have to be, but I think it makes good background noise in this case. I I think, yeah, it's a movie. So, 
I don't. <laughs> it literally was <laughs> supposed to be background. <laughs> I don't know if I'm calling this no, background it's not noise. noise. So. It's not noise at all. It's it's it, obviously this person is you know just not probably hadn't seen the movie because if you see the movie you'll realize that this this movie doesn't work without this this music because this, it's a futuristic movie and these sounds were very futuristic at the time nobody had heard these sounds you know it's kind of like a michael oldfield kind of stuff you know just like weird music that made the movie like how exorcist was you know the same kind of thing it's like without the weirdness oh, yeah. the uh, without the you know this particular sound the movie would not have had you know the sexiness yeah. and the futuristic stuff i don't know wouldn't have worked. That's what I'm saying. We got uh, but uh, we got David Needle says I hate Blade Runner more than Jeff hates Star Wars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people don't like it. Um, you know, I've, I've had a few people say that. That's so funny. It's um, a, I mean, it's a it's a slow it's a slower paced movie. But, I like sl- yeah, but it's but also like when you think of sci fi films, you think of this, you think of. 2001 a space odyssey and they're all you know the real oh, the really good iconic sci-fi films are slow oh 2001 space odyssey it takes them four minutes to shut the door right like it's just like i saw it in it's uh, incredible in, though. in theaters oh, yeah. they, they did like a 4k transfer and they had an intermission because the movie's so long. <laughs> yeah, but I like a slow movie. Tarantino's uh, movies, Tarantino's movies are slow. Intermissions oh, yeah. in his movies. Yeah, in, in Once Upon a Time in America. Yeah, but 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 but, I mean, but they're intriguing. Dude, 2001 Space Odyssey is very intriguing. It's Stanley Kubrick, man. Back it up a little bit. Yeah. He's without him, there's no there's no Tarantino. I know, but yeah, but no, no, no. Kubrick is great, but he's he's weird sometimes. But I that's the point. Shiny that's like, a, like oh, a, oh man, David Lynch. I don't know. You're weird. <laughs> kind of weird. You're weird. Oh. We're all weird. What's what's wrong maybe, with weird? Yeah, Iron Maiden's weird. Running around with a puppet, like that's weird. Like you know, we're all weird. No, but in some of these movies, it, it's not entertaining for it to be dragged on four minutes to close really? the door. I mean, what about Deer Hunter? These, I like, I like to, I want freaking action. Italian. Uh, what about Deer Hunter? <laughs> oh, it's an what about every movie. Scorsese? Uh, it's a very, a very long movie. Yeah. Good. It's really long and it drags. They're all they're all long and they all drag. There's a scene they don't move they they don't move the camera. They leave it on there for like twenty minutes. It's just one shot. Wait, are you, are you talking? Are you, in Deer Hunter, are you talking about the scene? Talking about the wedding. Talk about the wedding. It's one shot. And that they Okay, they could have okay, they could have a little bit. I'm just saying, first of all, I'm saying I love the no, movie. No, no, oh, the yeah, I'm saying I love the movie. No, they should have edited uh, three where it just just was never existed. But uh, one and two are, are perfect movies. I'm just saying I love Deer Hunter. It's one of my favorite. Listen to me. It's one of my that, favorite movies. Coppola. Oh, that's right. Coppola. But one of my favorite movies. But the thing is, is I'm saying it's long. That's what makes it cool that the scenes are long because yeah. it feels like you're there. You're not yeah. like I don't like a, a music video movie. You know, mm-hmm. where it's just like, ah, gosh, next scene, Atomic Blonde. No, you know, it's like balance. after a while, you're like, I want to just be immersed. And that's why I like mm-hmm. Tarantino, because they're they're stretched out sometimes. These scenes, you let, let them build. The actors get to build and play and not just Sets be the rushed. Mood. Yeah, it's good. Jeff. Yeah, but that's what's is that what's going in on what? in um, in uh, Space Odyssey? Not the whole time. 
You found the one. Okay. That's not yeah. There's, there's, yeah. Oh. I love you dearly. It's a lot of suspense. And I've never said that to a man wearing a polo shirt. Here's the deal. <laughs> Here's the deal. It's, it's like a movie like Space Odyssey. It's, it's all about kind of being in there with them. And I think that's what that's what the, that's what the idea of it is, where you're just kind of like, you know, you, 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 it's the anticipation. And so sometimes you got to get a little you, sometimes it's boring to wait for something. But that's how life is. You know, it's like sometimes you got to, you know, you got to wait around. <laughs> that's why you go to the movies to escape boring life. I don't want to pay to be bored. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, else it's I don't understand, though, how you're having this argument. But at the same time, you love Scorsese. Scorsese does exactly what exactly. you're saying you hate. Sometimes. Not always. Sometimes. Sometimes he, he does. No, no, he doesn't. He, he, he doesn't drag. In Goodfellas, what scene the is whole, dragged out, all, Anthony? All of, the, all of the scenes. In all, yeah, why are all those movies movie. three hours long? Oh, you're nuts. Irishman, the one that you were in, was a little long. That was a little long. Big story. Three hours. I never said his movies you are can't bad. Even say that with a straight face. <laughs> I'm just saying that he does that thing, and I don't care. You're the one saying you don't like it. I like it. I like it too. I like a long movie. No, I, I, I love Scorsese's movie. I don't mind the long movie, but it has to be. It has to be entertainment in the first. Okay, well, none of us like. None of us like. Nobody here in this Dustin's vinyl likes non-entertaining movies like i'm just saying if we tell you something's good and it's a long movie and it kind of is a slower pace it's a good movie 2001 space odyssey is a phenomenal film it has a lot of commentary it's Mm -hmm. on society and it's fantastic and it has one of the best soundtracks too yep that movie's like you know that elvis song they came out to what was that Mm. what was it how's it going Oh, oh, we can't play uh, music on this show. That's when I when, I, when Jay gets his six That's figure tough. salary. I hope he can like pay for rights to music, <laughs> yeah, so we can yeah, play yeah. music boom, on boom, here. Boom, boom, <laughs> dun 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 dun. Anyway, anyway, check it out, Blade Runner. But it's all about Blade Runner. It's a great movie. Um, it is a little slow, Jeff. And if you don't like Star Wars, you might not like it. But Star Wars wasn't slow. Star Star Wars is like pop 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 pop. It's it's like that's a fast paced movie. Yeah. It is. It's like I don't know. Not, not, we, we, no, get <laughs> we we know that. You've said that like twenty times since I've known you. I get yeah. it. <laughs> Why don't you like it? Why don't you like Star Wars? <laughs> Tell me, give me yeah. a reason you don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a bit. Because uh, right, I, I'm not into like this whole fantasy of, of being in a galaxy far, far away. I couldn't give a shit about that. I don't relate to it. I don't like it. It's boring, it's boring to, to you. Okay, so you like no, you like no fictional movies yes, at all. I do not like what. I mean, a, a fictional movie. I mean, I, I you know what I thought Terminator Two okay. was a was a what good about movie. Terminator One that I enjoyed. Okay, I thought Terminator Two was actually better. All right, I kind of mm-hmm. like the first one. Um, okay, I mean, I, I, my like my three favorite movies okay. are Godfather Two. Goodfellas, <laughs> Godfather One. I love those movies. Could you be more of a stereotype? I think God, you put Jaws in there. Yeah. <laughs> Number four. Yeah. I, I mean, movies I could watch all the time. I mean, you know, uh, I like old comedies, but okay. I don't. I don't like right. sci-fi. Nobody's forcing you to like I'm not, sci-fi. I'm not a You're not going to like this movie. If you don't like sci-fi, then you won't like it. You like detective movies, well, like, like the noir. Like, yeah. What's that, Adam? How do you say that? Film, film noir. noir. Film, film noir. noir. Yeah. Film noir. That's what this film is. That's what's so cool about it is they took. 
Well, that's yeah, what they like did. LA is they took that and they put it in the future, and with this kind of futuristic world, and that's what's so cool about it is they've they've kind of fused these two genres of sci-fi and noir. It's really cool. All right. Anybody else want to just chime in and make me slip my wrist? I just I oh, love that both of the Godfather movies are in his top three. I know it's so funny. It's like, dude, we get it. You're Italian. <laughs> Wait, if you look at most, no, but if you look at most movie critics, they're gonna put those movies in the in that top ten list. They're not gonna. No, no one's gonna. Put I, blatant oh, I think they, they might. I think they might. I think they might. That's why. It's, I mean, we watched it's a different it in genre of movie. It's a different so thing. They're gonna the might be definitely sci-fi. They're gonna put it in there, but um. Any fi- fiction film, intro to fiction film in college, it's part of the curriculum. Well, here's the deal with Jeff. I love Jeff more than anything in this world. I do. I really do. Um, there's very few people I like, and I like Jeff. But the but, but you can never say, you can't shit on a movie you've never seen. <laughs> you can't do it. You can't shit on it if you've never seen it. You can't. You just can't. You got to see it. Okay. And then you could say you hate I, I, it. I, 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 okay, I'll say it. Uh, I know. I I can already tell you. I, I know. I'm not gonna lie. With that you attitude. still no, can't shit on lie. it without unless you've seen it. Whatever. No, but I, I'm not shitting on it. But I've seen. I've seen like sat through some of these. I sat through a bunch of Star Trek movies. They're not terrible. They're terrible. They're not terrible. They're terrible. That, the the reboot, them. the reboot Star <laughs> Trek with the new about. guys, uh, Chris Pine and all those guys, those are fantastic. It's Aren't they, Adam? Did you see them? Adam liked them. He knows. No. I saw the first one. First one the, was good. Uh, the first reboot was pretty good. Yeah, but that's good. also not the, the same thing entirely as yeah. Blade Runner. I'm really disappointed that we're here on Twitch where everybody's got a joystick in their hand and we're talking sci-fi shit and nobody's chiming in. <laughs> This is the one time we're giving you what you no, want. We got, we got a bunch of people chiming in. Okay. They're trying to figure Thank out. Thank God. What do we got? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, they're, they're trying to figure out what Jeff likes. What, uh... <laughs> Dudes. <laughs> right. I, I, I like Pat Benatar. I think she should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He doesn't like sci-fi. Like. He likes gangster movies. He likes Italian. No, like he sci-fi. likes Scorsese. He likes Coppola. That's I, what I, he likes. I like, I like suspense movie like Taxi Driver. He doesn't it's like okay. De Niro like because he's not design. Italian enough. He doesn't like De Niro anymore because of his political stance. <laughs> oh, um, no, no, no. I like him more because of it. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, of course. Bobby, right. Bobby Milk, right there. <laughs> Bobby Milk. <laughs> I thought I thought the movie Milk was like a I said. Good movie he likes dudes with uh, Sean Penn. I thought that was good. Of all the, I I, I'm, you're surprising. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff will out. shit on sci-fi, and then you can't, Anthony, yeah. you can't put me in a box. Yeah, we'll, we'll, well, the movies you like, everybody gets put in a box. It's all those gangster movies. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. That was great. That was great. <laughs> That's how you drop a mic. All right, everybody. Um, yeah, so we're instrumental month. You know, that's what we're doing. So Anthony's up next for his instrumental. Let us know what that is as soon as you can. And so thank you guys for listening to Dustin's Vinyl. Um, get the word out. We're on YouTube now. Um, Adam is on the ball. I can't make fun of him anymore. He's got them all up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd kind of like him to go weekly, but he likes to do 45 in one day, but that's right. okay. <laughs> I love to get back to weekly. <laughs> At least they're up. At least they're up. But I appreciate it. 
So check that out on our YouTube. Uh, follow us on uh, Dustin's Vinyl uh, on Instagram and Facebook page. All right, everybody. Uh, Anthony, why don't you play some instrumental out? And we'll, oh, uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, see what do you got there? I'll have some oh. instrumental stuff ready for next. Uh... <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Godfather's overrated. I'm kidding. <laughs>